Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress on your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we review Disney's Art of Animation Resort, a value resort with Skyliner access and some great theming. Find all episodes of the podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Special shout out and thank you to MeganOC1 and KateTheGreat3454 for your recent reviews. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WWDeciphered on Twitter, or leave a comment on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes. Welcome back to Disney Decipher. So I am back from my early January four-night trip with my extended family to Disney World. And I stayed at a new hotel, Art of Animation. So we thought that we would do one of our overviews slash reviews of Disney World hotels today. And so we're going to look at a new hotel, Art of Animation. Any experience with that before, Leslie? No, this is one hotel where I'm flying completely blind. I have seen it across the way from Pop Century, but I have never actually set foot on Art of Animation. So I'm excited to learn more about one of the hotels I know nothing about. Before we get started, I want to make sure we thank our new Patreon subscribers, Toa and Joey S. If you're interested in getting exclusive episodes from us, unfiltered episodes from us, we'd always appreciate your support. You can support us at patreon.com slash Disney All right, Joe, well, let's dive into Art of Animation. Tell folks about its location. Yeah, so like you said, it is near Pop Century. Pop Century and Art of Animation are both situated on something called Hourglass Lake. Pretty sure it's man-made. Pop Century is on one side, Art of Animation is on the other side, and they're connected by a bridge. And there's like a path going all the way around the lake. There was a lot of runners. It was Marathon Weekend when I was there. Um, and you know, a lot of runners were doing their kind of practice or warm-up runs around Hourglass Lake. But the kind of big deal is both resorts on the bridge running through the middle, there's now a Skyliner station, and that has kind of really up these resorts in terms of uh, desirability. For sure. I know I stayed at Palm Century recently. The Skyliner was sadly closed at the time, but just seeing that out there and having that available at what is ostensibly a value resort, but we'll talk about that in just a little bit. I mean, that's that really ups the transportation situation by a long shot. Um, did you ride the Skyliner from Art of Animation, I assume, many times? Many, many times, including when we didn't even have to go to the parks. You know, now's a good time to talk about it. Just having the Skyliner at those resorts, even though they have now reduced bus service to Epcot and Hollywood Studios because they want you to use the Skyliner. I think Skyliner is just such a better mode of transportation than the buses. You know, I had very little delays. You know, I think I was stopped for a total of three minutes across like maybe 10 to 12 rides over my whole entire trip. We were riding it all the time. We could ride it to get to the Riviera. Um, we had some dining there. We rode it to Epcot. We rode it to Hollywood Studios. I alone rode it to Epcot and Hollywood Studios separately. So just having the Skyliner, it just makes such a big difference travel-wise. You don't have to wait for buses. You don't have to worry about when it's coming. And again, I haven't experienced this personally, but I heard a report that even at park close, the Skyliner line moves pretty quickly like 10, 15, uh, 20 minutes at the most. So, you know, really seems like a huge upgrade in terms of transportation, not only for art of animation, but also for Disney World in general. Yeah, that's right. We haven't really talked about the hotel hopping possibilities because I always take Uber and Lyft when I'm going between hotels other than the ones that are like, say, on the monorail, for example. So that really does open up some possibilities for, you know, character meals and things like that. Yeah, great point. 
Yeah, you just reminded me we took the Skyliner to Cape May Cafe at Beach Club, you know, so we just took the Skyliner to the Epcot station and then walked over. That's awesome. Yeah, so that definitely makes things more convenient, especially if you can't get like a dining reservation at the exact place you want it, but that opens up more possibilities. So awesome. Well, let's talk about the theming of Art of Animation. I guess the name might give it away a little bit, but uh, tell us about what, what the hotel looks like and feels like. It feels like you're walking into a Disney set, you know, a life-size Disney set. And for the younger kids, it is great. I don't think there's any other way to say it. There are four different sections. There's a car section, a Finding Nemo section, a Lion King section, and a Little Mermaid section. And all of those sections have like all these photo ops. So I was staying in a car suite. So I'll just talk about what the car section looked like, but there's lightning and Sally outside the wheel. Well motel, which looks exactly like it is from cars. Mater's there, doc Hudson. There are just all these cars all over the place, Luigi. And, you know, my kids wanted to take pictures with all of them and they're like life-size and it's super cool. Same with finding Nemo, you know, on top of one of the finding Nemo buildings, there are the mine, mine seagulls that are shouting out from time to time. And the pool is in that area. Um, so the theming is great. I th- I might go as far to say it's, it's like it felt like the most Disney themed hotel that I had stayed at, at least way beyond even like all star movies and stuff like that. So really, in terms of theming, Disney wise, it was top notch. Yeah. So the characters at the hotel that really hits a lot of iconic ones. And, you know, certainly my kids would be happy with several of those, if not all. And the seagulls. Yeah, that that's awesome. That's really amazing. Well, let's talk about your room, Joe. Uh, you got a car suite. So how did that happen? Yeah, that's right. I was booking with my extended family. And so I knew that there was going to be multiple of us in the room. And I knew it would be important to have multiple bathrooms and multiple kind of sleeping areas. And so I booked a car suite. I actually used my annual pass discount. It ended up being about $325 per night before tax. Um, and so, you know, I booked the car suite room and we were super happy with the room. Again, when you walk inside, the room is like completely themed. It's like cars everywhere. It actually feels like you are in one of the motels from cars. Um, they're kind of like postcards painted into the various furniture that really gives it that Route 66 feel. And best of all, there was, you know, three beds. Unfortunately, I know this is important to you, Leslie, they were all full-size beds, but there was a master full-size bed and there was a pull-down bed that there's a dining table that you can pull down a Murphy bed full size onto that dining table. And there was also a sofa bed. And so we used all three. And then, like I said, two bathrooms, two TVs, um, kind of all that stuff, quite a bit of space. You know, I think it would be the perfect size room for my family of five, if all five of us had been there. So how many do these suites sleep in total? Six? They sleep six, but one of the nice things is you can actually cram four adults in there, like on Disney's website. For other Disney hotels, if you try to add like a third adult, you're going to have to pay an extra fee per night. But in the car suites, you can have up to four adults, no problem, and they don't you know, increase the charge or price on that at all. That's great. And so how many bedrooms exactly? Help me a little bit with the layout. Oh, yeah. Good point. Sorry. So you walk in and there's kind of like a dining area and there's where that table is that the Murphy bed pulls down onto. And by the way, all the suites are laid out exactly the same. It's just the theming is different. So there are Finding Nemo suites, car suites, and Lion King suites. Then there's a little living room area with a sofa and a coffee table and a TV there. That sofa pulls out into a sofa bed. And then there's a separate bedroom with a separate door that has the third full-size bed and the actual quote-unquote master bed in there. And one of the bathrooms is inside that master bedroom and the other bathroom, again, both full, is out by the living room. That sounds like an ideal layout. So what percentage of, I mean, I think most of the rooms at Art of Animation are these family suites. I mean, they're they're standard rooms as well, but they're kind of hard to come by. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's right. There's about like nine or 10 buildings at Art of Animation, or maybe up to 11. It's only like two or three buildings that actually have the standard rooms. And another thing I should add is, you know, for Valley Resorts, you're usually expecting to access your room from the outside, which is true for the Little Mermaid rooms, which are the standard rooms. But all the suites, you're actually indoors, like it's indoor hallways and stuff like that. So you're accessing your room from an indoor hallway. It's not like a fancy hallway or anything super nice by any means, but you are out of the rain or away from the elements when you're entering your room. Yeah, I guess that's what makes it a value plus in so many people's minds. So did you eat at Art of Animation? Tell us about the restaurants and the food options that are available there. Yeah, so we definitely ate there a lot. There's a food court called Landscape of Flavors. It's actually open pretty late until like 1230 or something like that. The food is, you know, just kind of standard Disney World food court food. Uh, some some is good. Some is not so good. We actually ate there like two or three times. One time I went over to Pop Century to try their food court. It was very similar as well. Nothing uh, to write home about, but it was pretty convenient to be able to eat there, especially with the kids. You know, it's, we weren't going to get off site or anything to eat. So um, it worked out. Sounds like gets the job done at the very least with young kids. Well, what about the amenities at Art of Animation? I want to hear about the pool first and foremost. In terms of amenities around Art of Animation, of course, like I said, with all the theming, your kids will just enjoy, or even you, I did personally, wandering around and seeing all the different characters and taking pictures with all the different things that there are to see. There are two pools. One of them is called the Cozy Cone Pool, which kind of has, um, I wouldn't call them cabanas, but there are cones with like seating inside of them that kind of work as makeshift cabanas. And that's the quiet pool technically. And then there's also the big blue pool, which also has an attached splash pad. That's a nice, very big, expansive pool, Finding Nemo themed. The theming is great. There is no slide, but in terms of pools, you know, it's super fun to be in my kids kind of swam the length of the pool and just had a lot of fun being out there. And, you know, we we got really lucky. It was like around 80 when we were there. So it was warm enough to swim. That's great. And that sounds like it maybe is a little more extensive of a pool than any of the other value resorts have. I haven't stated them all to compare, but uh... yeah, I would say it's like better themed. You know, it makes sense because it's Finding Nemo. There's like jellyfish, you know, you can walk through jellyfish a little bit. There's stuff like that. That's cool. Size wise, it felt a little bigger than the one at All Star Movies, which I stayed at recently. In the end, without any kind of water features or uh, slides or anything like that, you know, there's still like a little bit less fun to be had. In terms of other amenities, they do have both Art of Animation and Pop have your favorite Leslie, arcades, huge arcades, actually, that uh, you can go to if you'd like. Have I said those are my favorite? <laughs> I don't know if you said that it's your favorite, but you have brought it up a couple times. <laughs> well, I guess because I have a 10-year-old and sometimes she'll like want to pop in and play a game or two. That's like that's something that's kind of unique on vacation that we don't see very often. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't have any gamers in my family by any by any stretch of the imagination. Not yet. Not yet. But anyway, it is uh, very conveniently located. So in the main building, there is the uh, registration and then there's the shop. There's the food court and also the arcade. It's all there in that main building. So if your kids are old enough and you're hanging out at the food court at Landscape of Flavors, you know, and you don't mind your kids going to play in the arcade, you know, that's definitely an option to kind of be close enough to them that you're not too worried, but giving them a little bit of independence. Speaking of location, how is the footprint of the entire hotel? Is it bigger, smaller than other value resorts? How much walking are people looking at? 
So really, if you stay at any of the buildings except for the Little Mermaid ones, you're really only looking at like a five-minute walk to the main building. Yeah, maybe 10 minutes if you're taking your time, but five to 10-minute walk to the main building where you can grab buses to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and Epcot, which is only once an hour for those last two, or five to 10-minute walk to the Skyliner. So in terms of footprint, it doesn't feel like as big or sprawling as something like Coronado Springs or Port Orleans Riverside. So def- definitely felt a lot more compact. And, you know, I was kind of in the furthest wing and in the furthest room at the end of that wing from the Skyliner in my car's building. And I was still like at the Skyliner in five, six minute walk every day. So, you know, super happy with overall how compact things are. Yeah, so far this hotel sounds like it might be a good fit for my family. Uh, so let's dive into why folks should stay there and why they should not. Uh, I'll give two reasons why you should stay there. Number one, if you value Skyliner access like I do, it's definitely a reason to stay there. In my mind, I cannot overstate how much of a game changer the Skyliner is. I spoke about this a little bit on my Patreon trip report, but I was stuck on a bus to the Magic Kingdom for like 40 minutes during marathon weekend because the marathon had closed off some roads. That kind of stuff never happens when you ride the Skyliner. And yes, the Skyliner in that first week or two had that really long two-hour breakdown. But since then, operations have been pretty smooth for the most part. So, you know, being able to hop over to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, and it actually made a big difference, you know, in terms of we ended up not taking afternoon naps, but to be able to get back on a Skyliner for an afternoon nap and not have to worry about bus times and stuff like that. It just feels like kind of so much more of a lower barrier to entry. So I really appreciated that. The other reason why I would say you'd want to stay there is if you really enjoy Disney theming. You know, deluxe resorts are definitely nicer, but the reality is they just don't have as much kind of Disney theming. (laughs) Funny story, we were riding the Skyliner past Riviera uh, with my mother and my mother who never says stuff like this was like, that hotel just has no character. Like it just seems like it has no character. Um, And so she was kind of like dumping on the Riviera, which uh, I know some people do. She's not part of Diz Twitter though. So give her a break. Yeah. So the theming is very Disney. And so if you're into that, I think you will appreciate that. I love your mom's review that that definitely has been said about the Riviera is that, yeah, I mean, some people really want the over top over the top theming. They, they want the full Disney experience and especially with younger kids they don't care how luxurious the property is. They just care how fun it is. So For sure. All right. Well, what about reasons to not stay there? Even though there's a lot of space and the theming is great and the end, it is a value resort. Like the tables, like, I don't know how to explain it, but everything feels like a little cheaper. Like when you're in a deluxe resort, everything's like a little nicer. There's a lot more frills. There's stuff like lotion in the bathroom, you know, even though they got rid of all the single use toiletries, there's still stuff like lotion, or you can get like a shaving kit, stuff like that. Like you're going to have none of that at Art of Animation. It's very no frills. So if you like some of the finer things, if you want like a kind of more comfortable stay, you know, maybe Art of Animation isn't for you. But if you don't mind that, and just theming is what matters to you, Art of Animation is a great choice. And it's definitely on my list for future visits, especially when it's our family of five. Fair enough. And I guess we should also say if you're scared of the Skyliner, then Art of Animation is not for you. Um, That that is a real issue for a lot of people. That's something that I think folks are going to have to consider now with the bus services being cut. That's a great point. If you only want to use buses, then you really might want to skip out on Art of Animation because, again, Epcot and Hollywood Studios, the buses only come once an hour now. Right. All right. Well, let's talk about what is always the elephant in the room when it comes to Disney, the cost. What are people looking at 
price-wise if they want to stay at Art, Art of Animation? So I was taking a look. The standard Little Mermaid rooms run at their cheapest at around 156 per night. Um, I think you might be able to get a little bit cheaper, but you know, you're looking around 150 per night. And then for the suite rooms, like I said, it's running you around $325 per night. So it's not cheap for sure. The kind of the way I think about it is for $325 a night, it is probably cheaper than two rooms at a moderate. And if you have a family, like say that's the size of six, you know, at five, we're kind of pushing it. We could probably squeeze into a moderate room if we wanted to. But if you're a family of six, you might want more space, then, you know, maybe consider one of these suite rooms at Art of Animation instead of getting two rooms at another hotel. And if you're staying on site, then you'll save a little bit of money overall that way. Yeah, that's a fair point. And this is one of those situations where I guess you should always just price out the two room uh, possibilities because it is going to be different every trip based upon, you know, what's available and, you know, whether adjoining rooms are going to add up to being more or less than one of these family suites. Yeah, great point. Before we finish up, one last thing about the whole, it is indeed a value resort thing. When you are waiting for the buses for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, especially early in the morning, there are long lines, which is something you really kind of only experience at Valley Resorts. To Art of Animation's credit, they send buses pretty quickly. Buses come through quickly, but you may have to wait a little. So again, that's kind of the value. That's kind of the nature of Valley Resorts. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's get to Disney do's and don'ts before we close it out. Joe, what do you have for us? All right. So this one is a little bit personal. I Neglected to mention this on purpose, but the floor in the rooms at Art of Animation are not carpeted, which means they are very hard. And my four-year-old son, who has not fallen out of the bed for over a year, fell out of the bed at Art of Animation and busted. He was bleeding from three places in his face. It is a very hard floor. So my Disney don't is don't trust your kids. There are tons of pillows in the room. If you are worried at all, please put some pillows on the ground. Never hurt anyone to put pillows on the ground. In fact, quite the opposite. It hurts if you don't put pillows there. He was uh, complaining to me because there was a chair by the bed before he went to bed and I moved it. And he's like, why did you move that? You set me up for failure, dad. So my Disney don't is don't uh, ignore your kid's safety when it comes to sleeping in new beds. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> that's, you know, that's rough. I, I worried about that actually for a long time because when they're in different beds and like the layout isn't exactly the same, they're not sleeping in the same direction or whatever, the wall's not where it usually is. That That is a risk, even for kids who don't fall out of the bed regularly. So I'm, I hope he's okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's going to have a cool scar maybe. Actually, I don't, I don't think, you know, these kids are Wolverines. They heal so quickly. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, nothing wrong with a Disney scar, right? You know, it's a story for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> One last story. Uh, my wife gave me the hardest time because she was like, when you were in Disneyland Paris with our daughter, didn't she hit herself in the face too? She's like, I can't let you take the kids anywhere. Well, and that's probably smart of her. <laughs> yeah, but she keeps letting me do it. So I'm one now. Yeah, we'll fool you once. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. That is my impressions of Art of Animation. But if you've stayed at Art of Animation and you have impressions, we'd love to hear it. You can contact us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. If you're enjoying the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Other than that, Leslie, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I will see you at the Generation Gap Bridge. Thanks, Joe. 